Say goodbye to things scattered, stressed, and the last minute scrambles to fund your real estate deals. If you're ready to stop chasing leads, endlessly connecting on Facebook, social media, and Zoom, just to pitch your stuff to anything that moves and breathes, listen up. The Daily Investor Lead Flow is finally here. This tool has forever helped us pinpoint where to focus our capital raising efforts and where to free our time and energy. Head over to dailyinvestorleadflow.com to discover how much of a game changer it can be for you. The Daily Investor Lead Flow literally changed everything for us. Now you can finally have the opportunity to take back your time and get your life back. Remember those times you reached out to investors and heard nothing back? Those days are coming to an end. This tool will zoom out, highlighting all the gaps. It will also zoom in, removing all the guesswork from prioritizing your efforts. Plus, it will help set clear expectations for your business and ensure that your capital raising strategies are assets, not liabilities. Don't wait, take the daily lead flow by going to dailyinvestorleadflow.com. That's dailyinvestorleadflow.com. Your future self will forever thank you. Have you ever been curious what we're like behind the scene? Well, pull a chair and find out on our brand new The Kitty Sisters TV channel on YouTube. It's full of awesome tips about apartment investing, paying less taxes legally, and finding financial freedom. And like never before, you actually get to see how we make real life magic happens for our passive investor. Once you're there, don't forget to click the like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon. Again, that's The Kitty Sisters TV on YouTube. November 2022 was a disastrous month for FTX and FTT holders. Over $8 billion were mismanaged, stolen, and hacked. And the worst part of it all is that retail investors, that's us common folks, are likely the ones getting affected most because this was someone's life savings, someone's nest egg. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. A decade ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. It's mind-blowing to us that large hedge funds can easily write off $250 million investment. Unfortunately, that's not the case for you and us. This loss cuts deep. For us, the only solace we can find is that hopefully, people for once will understand that if something is too good to be true, then it probably is. In today's episode, we'll rewind back a few months and break down what the man behind these sophisticated marketing scheme, Sam Bankman Fry, said in the infamous interview with Matt Levine on Odd Lots podcast and what lessons we real estate investors can take from this catastrophe. Let's get into it. Sam Bankman-Fry convinced people that his exchange was actually safest alternative, while in reality, they were the biggest thieves of them all. It's so crazy how you hear about the founder of WeWork being a total fraud, or even the fraud committed by Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes, who was recently sentenced to 11 years in prison. These all smell like Ponzi schemes here. So Palm, let's first talk about what a Ponzi scheme actually is for a second. For sure, Nan, Ponzi scheme is a form of fraud in which belief in the success of a non-existing enterprise is fostered by the payment of quick returns to the first investors from money invested by later investors. Back up seven months ago from the time of this recording, when Sam Bankman Fried, or SBF as he's known, was still viewed by most as a genius adult that was cleaning up the grimy world of crypto exchanges when he sat down with the interview with Matt Levine on Outlaws podcast. As he was trying to explain what crypto yield farming function was, 
He actually ended up describing a Ponzi scheme. And when he was confronted by the host about this, he pretty much boldface said, yes, that's how it works in my world. Oh my God, that's pretty wild. Before we go any further, we want to acknowledge that there's some blockchain technology that also have cryptocurrency attached to them that has utility. We think of Ethereum and Ripple in that case, but the ones that SBF was talking about do not. And that's from his own mouth. And then this protocol issues a token. We'll call it whatever, X token. And X token promises that anything cool that happens because of this box is gonna ultimately be usable by you know, governance vote of holders of the X tokens. They can vote on what to do with any proceeds or other cool things that happen from this box. And of course, so far, we haven't exactly given a compelling reason for why there ever would be any proceeds from this box. But I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe there will be. So that's sort of where you start. And now what happens? Well, X token has some market cap, right? It's, it's probably not zero. Well, let's say it's, you know, $20 million market cap. In the real financial realm, what SBF just said made zero sense. No one will just randomly assign a value to a box with minimum utility as high as $20 million market cap. But in the world of crypto, due to the fear of missing out and the herd mentality, people are quote unquote open-minded to this possibility, which is the kindest way for us to put it. Yeah, back to your point earlier, Palm, this smells like a Ponzi scheme so much, right? Absolutely. SBF is no dummy. He clearly understands the human condition and how greed distorts reality. He says, as long as people believe in the Ponzi scheme, people like him will always win. Now, fast forward seven months, again, from the time of this recording, he is now the poster boy for all things heinous and degenerating about cryptocurrency. But how come people weren't having these conversations months ago? The newly appointed CEO of FTX, John Ray III, stated that in his 40 years of legal and restructuring experience, he had never seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occur here. And this comes from someone who was sent to clean up the Enron mess and appears that FTS, SBF, and all the C-suite marauders never intended to make FTS legitimate from the beginning. It's so sad, but it's truly set up a scheme of hardworking people out of their savings to benefit a few assholes. There's so many lessons we can learn from this hot mess. First of all, we hope this is obvious, but please only invest in an asset class that has true intrinsic value. This can be anything from a business to commodities to precious metal, etc. For us, we choose apartments because we believe they hold really strong intrinsic values, etc. Also, it also meets the basic human needs for shelter. Second, make sure that you don't let greed or FOMO distract you from investing in things that actually make sense. The reason why crypto has such a strong hold on people because it promises outsized return on investment. The red flag here is put in a thousand, it becomes a million. Wow. Things like that would drive up the greed gauge pretty high. Third, make sure you get education on investment asset before investing. We have talked in the past about how knowledge is power, which applies to everything, but especially investing your hard earned money. Fourth, invest only what you can afford to lose. This means don't take your rent check and invest, and don't borrow. We wouldn't buy shoes that break the bank, and you shouldn't either with your investment. Fifth, but definitely not last, only take financial advice from those who own their asset, not those who rent or borrow it. Right, Palm? Yep, and definitely steer clear of those Bitcoin bros buying cryptos when they themselves are renters, not owners of things. Ultimately, all investment carries a risk of total loss, but of course, the risks are greater in some asset classes than other. Think crypto as being an extremely risky one versus real estate on the other end of the spectrum, which is a tangible asset. 
That's it from us today, and thank you for tuning all the way to the end. Don't forget to join the Kitty Freedom Club because to be a well-informed investor, steer care from all those hot messes out there, you got to align yourself with the right team. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. 